Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you a songwriter thinking about collaborating with another musician? Well, in this episode, we're going to talk all about the benefits of collaboration. Welcome to Bridge Atlantic's B-Sides. Here on B-Sides, we focus on empowering musicians and all creatives to craft careers by arming you with the tools you need to make it in the entertainment industry. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. We're your hosts, music web designer Russ Barber-Smith from Scotland. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcia Novelli from Canada. So today we're going to be talking all about collaboration. Maybe some of the things that you haven't thought about when collaborating with people. One of the best reasons to collaborate with others is to share different ideas and perspectives, you know, and to create something that you wouldn't have necessarily created um, just by working by yourself. I mean, I think this show is probably an example of something that uh, would not exist if it was just one of us. Everyone brings different ideas to the table based Mm -hmm. on their own experience, their own taste, the different outlook that they have. So bringing two or more people into a room or collaborating over Skype, perhaps, can result in something really interesting. I mean, there's there's so many different benefits. I think one of them is, you know, once the collaboration is done and you're releasing it, you're not just going to reach your audience, but you're also going to reach the, you know, the person that you're collaborating with's audience as well. Yeah, it's the, it's the idea. It's, it's similar when we talked about uh, covers in another B-Sides episode. It's the idea of really reaching new people. But, you know, when you collaborate with another artist, at least one other artist, sometimes even more, you know, you're going to share your each other's fan bases, which is awesome. You know, you, you have something to deliver to your fan base, but you also reach new people. And especially if you really like the artists that you're collaborating with and, and or you're friends with them, you know, it can be a really fun thing to be like, oh, sweet. You know, now we have similar fans. Let's, it can lead to doing a tour together. You know, it could lead to future collaborations, you know. And um, just as an aside, you know, as someone who has not collaborated all that much outside of um, other than being in bands throughout the years, obviously, that's, a, that's definitely... So I lied. I definitely have collaborated. But as a solo artist, you know, as a solo artist, I've always just worked on my own, written, you know, all the songs myself, played everything myself, performed it all. And uh, but recently I've really become interested and excited um, to continue doing that, having my own thing, but also opening up to collaborating with some other people just because just to see what what comes out of of that of that experience, you know, um, I, I think I think for really extra personal things, I'd probably still keep it just for me. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Maybe something a bit more broad, or 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 a shared experience that we both have gone through. Similarly, you know, I think it would be really interesting. Uh, you know, just make sure you're collaborating with someone that one is is better than you in some ways. You know, I want I want to work with some people that are better than me in some ways. Of course, that's all subjective, um, but also someone that you like. I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's important, and I think it's it's um it's interesting because we've spoken to a lot of different people over the the last few years on this show who have collaborated. Um, some with artists that are similar to them, and some you know genre wise are completely different. And it's always interesting to hear what the results of those kind of collaborations are and how they can open your mind to other things for your solo material. So, for example, I remember uh, Maggie Zabo, more of a kind of soul pop kind of singer. She collaborated with a DJ in Germany and uh, and she was saying how, you know, the kind of stuff that she's learned through performing with him 
has really kind of influenced her own music in some ways. It brings a different perspective that she didn't have previously. And I think that's really, you know, quite a valuable thing. Um, mm -hmm. Well, it's interesting you say that too, because going back to the shared audience thing, you know, that, that doesn't just work if you have the same sound. I mean, if you have two, mm -hmm. you know, country artists collaborating together, it's pretty much clear that each other's fan bases are probably going to like what you're doing. So it's kind of, it's, 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 uh, it's a safe choice, which is great, but I think it's a little riskier and I always like things a little riskier and a little bit more, um, I think you got more to lose, but you've got more to win if it works, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's the idea of, you know, uh, working with an artist that's maybe outside of your genre, because then you can actually open people's minds, you know, to, to a genre or type of music that they never would have really gotten into before, you know, so you introduce, you know, those, those fans to not only, uh, you know, a piece of music, but a whole new genre of music. And, you know, I think it's, it ends up being a massive win-win for everyone involved, you know, and, and this works, like I said, if your styles are similar, but also if your styles are really different. Um, there's really no predicting how it's going to turn out, but hey, you got nothing to lose. You don't always, you don't have to release it if it doesn't work out. And, you know, if, if you like what you did and you're proud of it, release it. If it doesn't, you know, I think that should be, that should be the goal in itself is just to share it with people. If it really gets picked up, that's just a bonus. That's how you got to look at it, I think. Yeah, definitely. And I think that learning experience is really important. Learning mm -hmm. not only just like how, you know, how to collaborate successfully, but you learn about yourself, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. Both the kind of as, as a part, you know, as how you work, but mm -hmm. then also um, what you like and what you don't like. Because you might find that you actually really like performing a certain genre of music that you never would have touched otherwise. Right. Um, but I, I would yeah. also say if you're going to collaborate with someone, try, start off small, start off with one song. I mean, actually what I'm doing is start off with cover songs, you know, because um, I've been doing some covers just on the side um, to bring in, you know, to one artistically to be art creative outside of my own solo material, but also to, you know, bring in maybe new people that haven't, haven't heard of what I'm doing yet. And I, so kind of collaborate putting that all together is collaborate with a cover. So one, you're going to draw people in that, like that artist that you're covering and two, you're going to bring in each other's um, uh, audiences. So that might be a good way to get started because at least you're not sharing in songwriting royalties, you're getting confused and any confusing kind of stuff like that, especially if the collaboration uh, breeds a really great piece of work. But if you guys didn't really have a good experience and don't want to work together in the future, it can get confusing. So I would strongly suggest yeah. try out a cover song. If it goes really well, then bring it into writing original material together. Um, and that can be, that can be kind of a test. The cover can be a test, you know, and you have a lot less to lose with that. And um, a lot less heads budding, I think, because the song's already written. You know, when you can collaborate on the production and the style and direction of it, where there's still a lot of head budding that can happen, but a lot mm -hmm. less, there's a lot less personal it's a lot less personal in that regard. So that would be my little suggestion. Maybe try that. Um, I think that could really be helpful. Um, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> collaborating in general, I mean, like I said, I'm a solo artist and I, I mostly work on my own, but I have been in bands in the past. I've had side projects, like I have one called Midnight Soundtrack. It's more electronic based and everything. And I have collaborated with other artists and uh, I definitely enjoy doing that. Um, but even just working with a producer is a collaboration. You know, I'm, when I go into the studio, I got my songs written already. But, you know, working with the producer, he might, he or she, I've only worked with male, but he or she might uh, recommend something or suggest something. If you're not open to that, you might miss out on opportunities <clears throat> based on just letting your ego get in the way. You know, you might miss out on making the song better. So, you know, I've had some songs where the producer, uh, producers I've worked with have often just suggested really minor, small things, whether it's... um 
you know, cutting out this one piece or making this one piece a little longer or, you know, really minor things. And if I, you know, just by, by, just by at least trying, at least trying, giving it a chance, um, they're usually right. It's, you know, because they hear it outside of uh, your mind and you're so in your own mind when you write this music that uh, it really, yeah, just give it a shot. So it, that's, yeah. that, that goes again with climbing someone else, you know, don't shut down ideas so quickly. That's, <clears throat> excuse me. This goes for bands as well. Cause like I said, I've been in bands and it's really easy um, for heads to clash in a band. And um, when you're working and when you bring in an idea, and especially if there's some animosity or some ego getting in the way, it's easy to just say, Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I actually like what Mike Durant of green day says. Uh, the the main songwriter in Green Day is is Billy Joe Armstrong, brings the song in, and Mike Durant doesn't always immediately like it, but he doesn't say anything. This is one of the reasons I think they've been able to be a band for over twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, they he doesn't say anything, he just remains respectfully quiet, jams the song with him. In fact, sorry, thirty years they've been a band for thirty years. So, I know. so Mike Durant doesn't say anything. I think he has a rule. He he gives it two weeks. I think he said two weeks. He gives it. If by the end of two weeks he still hates it, he says something to Billy. But some songs, as we all know, some of the best songs take time to grow on you. Yep. You know, so uh, just to bring it back around, if you're collaborating with somebody and they, and they do something that maybe is a little odd, go with it. Unless it's clearly off, but just go with it. Kind of mess around with it. You can always change, especially if, you know, you're going to come back to it. Uh, give it some time because sometimes really fantastic creative ideas take a little bit of time for us to all to, um, for our brains to accept it. We would love to hear about your collaboration experiences and uh, also hear what you've taken away from this episode. So please do get in touch with us. Yeah, please do. We really love hearing from all of you guys. And one of the best ways to reach us is on social. So you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Don't forget <laughs> to also visit our website. Pick up one of our shirts while you're there. They will, um, they will help me learn how to speak Maybe, Probably. maybe we'll invest in some of that. Maybe. This episode was brought to you by Social Surge, your source for social media marketing and online music promotion. All links are in the description, so please check them out because they do what us. They keep the show alive. <laughs> and if you would like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube so you don't miss any episodes and leave us a comment and let us know what you think of the show. Yes, leave us a comment. All right, so that's it for B-Sides. Yeah, so we'll see you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.